0: I like taking a look at the trends and then also, you know, trying things that are different too. Sometimes yeah. things that work, they get a little bit stale yeah. and then you kind of need to, you know, think outside the box a little bit. This is Don't Fear
1: Grit with Bomb Tower Mina. Marketing strategies and advertising technologies to help you build a better business. Hey guys, welcome back to another episode. I got a really great special guest today. We've got an expert in real estate, and we're going to be talking about the current state of the real estate market here on Long Island with me. Let's say hello, Alex, hey, hey, man. Dude, thank you so much for coming out and joining us. Thank you very us. much, Rob, for having me yeah. on. Yeah, this is this is a big deal You know, to be able to have a local re- a real estate guy who really knows his stuff and uh, to educate um, everyone who's going to be watching this about real estate. I mean, Long Island, is a really great representation of real estate in general. So even if you know people are watching this or listening to it from like a different area of the country, it's really relevant because I feel like if you can make it here,
0: a Long Island man, you can do it anywhere. <laughs> you can literally make it anywhere. You know, and that's actually I was looking at the numbers um, just before I left here, and it is so diverse from Nassau County to Suffolk County. You know, just even on Suffolk County, on the North Shore and Suffolk County on the South Shore, there's almost a eighty to hundred thousand price differential. So definitely, just like you said, if you can make it here on Long Island, you can make it, you know, in New York City, you can make it in Florida, California. So definitely this is a, a great marketplace, um, you know, just a, a little bit of a snapshot.
1: Cool. Just, uh, just on, on the front end of this, we'll do it again on the back end. But for people that are curious about you and they want to sort of like just like stalk you a little bit, yeah, uh, where can they find you online?
0: Uh, so you can find me online uh, on Instagram and Facebook, um, LinkedIn too as well. Uh, you should look me up on um, Instagram. Facebook and all the social media sites. It's gonna be Alexander Creamer at Elliman.
1: Alexander Creamer.
0: Yep. Yeah, they make me use the full name. New York State, you know. I love it, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right, I get it. compliance, right? You know, you gotta be compliant. C- compliance.
1: All yeah. right, so we're, we're going into the, currently when we're recording this, we're going into the, into the win- winter market, just sort of lead, leaving fall. Let's talk about it today. What, what's going on with real estate on Long Island?
0: So now that we're kind of entering into the fourth quarter, getting into December, getting into a little bit of the holidays. I know that we were kind of just talking about it before that, you know, things are starting to slow down just a smidge. Um, You know, a lot of people call me now and they say, hey, you know, Alex, I'm going to put it off till, you know, January, February. No one's buying now. No one's selling now, which is actually an incorrect statement. Um, Just to even focus in, you know, we're here locally in Smithtown. Um, For the numbers from last month till um, today, so today is the 22nd. Uh, there was 40 houses, brand new on the market, 38 pending or under contract, and then uh, about 42 sold in the last month. Wow. Just in Smithtown. So Smithtown wow. is a rather large town, right? Okay. So uh, within the township of Smithtown, there's Nesconset there's Kings Park. Yeah. So I omitted those towns, so we were just focusing in right in Smithtown. Mm. And yeah, so obviously with those numbers, you know, there's still a lot of traction. That's a big
1: indicator. Yeah. So people have this misconception like, oh, in the winter everything's slow, so there's you know, don't try to sell your house cuz there's no buyers. You just disproved it right there. Oh, yeah,
0: absolutely. So, you know, the buyers that are out right now are the most poised to buy. Mm. You know, they're not the window shoppers. They're not the people that it's here. It is April, May, June. They're walking their dog. It's nice and warm out. Let me go and stroll into this open house. These are the people that are committed to buy and to buy now. So I like to say is, you know, if you're putting on your house on the market now, December, January, you're kind of getting the kickstart mm. into the spring. So you're kind of getting um what's the word I like to use? Almost like a jump ahead. Yeah. To yeah. the spring market. Sure. Because you know what, there's less competition. Yep. So your house is going to be, you know, one of the first ones to be looked yes. at. Right. Yeah, so yeah. you know, you see a lot of homes now that are kind of um, leftovers, as you will, from the spring and the summer. Yep so you know those homes you know people have seen it seen them Mm -hmm, the eyes have mm -hmm, been on them mm -hmm. a little bit so if your home is now coming onto the market in november december now it's kind of the bells ring off now for all those buyers that hey i didn't find something in september october yeah now let's hey let's see what these new fresh homes are
1: you make a really good point and, and there's there's a whole strategy of like the best time to list your, your, your home or if you if you own a commercial piece of piece of property. And I agree and I will always latch on to what you just said there is if you have a window where the competition pool like yeah. decreases, the 100%. reality of it is there are still buyers. Yeah. Right? there's so there, you know will there be a percentage of a buyer maybe will it decrease in the winter yeah but the reality of it there are still buyers so if you can enter that market when the competition pool is much less you still have a greater chance of selling your place
0: absolutely and you know i like to tell people too it's you know when i sit with a home seller you know you're just not in competition with your next door neighbor you're in competition with the next town over yeah. you're in the competition with Nassau county mm-hmm. you're in competition with hell florida carolinas you're so you're not just in competition with just the time frame. You're in competition with um, other homes, whether it be within the state or out of the state. Yeah. So that kind of segues into the next um, statement I was going to make. is, Hey, you know, you got to definitely price your home right. Yeah. You know, especially now in the current market, yep. you can't inflate, jack the price up because again, hey, now your price, now your price, excuse me, now your home is going to sit because your price yeah. is too high. Yep. Now it gets stale. Mm-hmm. So now if hey, you know, if you're your home is on the market and if it's priced strong, you know, mm-hmm. in the right um, right price structure, yeah. then, hey, a lot of eyes on it and yeah. all you need is just one buyer.
1: Yeah, no, it's true.
0: You don't need, and that's what hey, yeah. a lot of people say too. Ah, oh, you know, I need all these people. No, you don't, you yeah. just need one person. It's true. It's just like we were talking about before. Yeah. Hey, all you need is just one person. It's
1: it's so true. Like, all right, so for me, every single, I'm a little, I have a little bit of a real estate portfolio, right? And every single one of my properties, I started to look at right around this time. And it wasn't even intentional. It's just sort of the nature of like how I purchased my, all of my properties. But I've always, for every single one, it was around this time where I started that process. And and it, for me, it worked out. So I literally am proof of what you're saying. I was a buyer who came in at a market where they're saying, oh, the winter is soft. Well, you know what? I purchased all of my real estate during that market.
0: And then, you know, and I like to tell people too, right? If you're finding something that's been, now here it is, December, January, it's gold, you know, right after the holidays. And if you're a, a buyer, Right? If you found something that's been on the market for one, two months, look how much more of a negotiation power oh, you have and the other agent has. Sure. Right? You yeah. know what? Now it's the winter. Your home's been sitting there for a little bit. Yeah. Now you're going to come in there and say, hey, 10, 15, 20,000 right. under ask. Yes. Now it's a little bit more realistic. Yeah.
1: I I do, I think it benefits both the buyer and the seller, you know, where like you're saying that you could use it as a negotiating tactic on the end of the buyer saying, Hey, it's been on there for a little bit, uh, for a little bit, a little bit and and negotiate a lower price. The fact is it's still a motivated buyer. Oh yeah. Right. So what's the, why is the seller putting their their place in the market? They want to sell it right and and having it stay on the market for another six seven eight a year right think of how much money that person's losing this is a piece (laughs) of math i think most people don't Don't understand
0: no actually you brought up a good point there rob you know it's if you know taxes especially here in spit right i got a guy right now and i won't tell the address but i got a guy he's easily 75 to a hundred thousand overpriced and both anna myself anna's uh partner that i work with you know, we've sat him down numerous times. I said, hey, man, you know, let's just try to drop this, you know, 25000 yeah. $50,000. let us get a little bit more realistic. Let's actually get inside the stadium, the stands here. You're in the parking lot right now. And, you know, he's stuck on his price. So he's an unmotivated seller. Yeah. So he's only going to move if he gets that price. And again, if you look at it from a logistics side point, his taxes are 24000 a year that is $2,000 a month. Yeah. $2,000 a month you just By the way, so for,
1: for all of our, our viewers that live in, in out of New York, yeah. that that is like an incredible amount. Oh yeah. You know, because like I have a property in uh, in Pennsylvania where my property taxes are about $1,800 a yeah. year, you know, and the property taxes here that are 24, <laughs> 25, 30,000, it's like a world of a difference. Oh yeah. And, and it's real, right? Like oh, yeah. these no, are real numbers.
0: You know, and we're just talking about Nesquawack. Yeah, you know, and those numbers out there are, you know, much realistic. Yeah. In Smithtown, you know, taxes can go anywhere between eight to 12, eight yeah. to 15, but you know, hey, some smaller lots are 5,000, but yep. definitely not like what we see in out of state. Hey, I got an aunt and uncle down, down in Florida and mm-hmm. $1,500. Right. It's a, you know, a no brainer for, you know, yeah. people that want to move out here, yes. but you know, like I say too, is to buyers that come to my open houses and they say, hey, well, we've been thinking about the Carolinas, we've been thinking yeah. about the Flor- uh, moving down to Florida. You know, there is a lot of benefits with Long Island. You know, one is the yeah. housing appreciation. Sure. And then two is, you know, jobs. Yeah. You know, it is pretty and much
1: it's fact. all relative too. so like these prices the property taxes in other areas that are much much lower it's also indicative of that area the cost yeah. of living is much much lower which means Absolutely. your average salaries are much lower. lower so it really is relative it that's another thing is people like it's so expensive on long island i'm gonna move i'm gonna move to you know pick a pick a state yeah. and i'm gonna move to idaho all right Great. go ahead move <laughs> to idaho right and you're gonna you're gonna make 50 percent less and your property taxes are gonna be 50 percent less as well so you're not saving anything yeah exactly yeah. And then you have nothing to eat because Nothing to eat <laughs> Exactly. But back to what we were saying before is about this, this math component to real estate that I really think that most people neglect is like that seller who's like, oh, I'm going to hold out for top dollar. That person can actually make more if they take a little bit less. Absolutely. You know, on, on the front end versus waiting nine months.
0: Yeah, 100%. Because they're losing all that money. They're sitting on the expense of that place for nine months. Exactly. And it's, you know, how much, I even said this with my seller that we were just talking about just before, the 24K taxes. I asked him, I said, how much do you value your time? Right, great point. You know, do you value your time as, hey, I wanna move out, let me go to Florida, let me go here, and that's where, you know, in this profession too, you know, you have to ask that question, you have to ask, hey, do you have a plan B? Do you have a, a plan C if yeah. you don't sell this home? Yeah. And if they say, "Well, our plan B is if we don't get that eight hundred thousand or that nine hundred thousand, mm-hmm. we're just going to sit tight." Yeah, you know, and for us in that ind- or in our industry, real estate says, "All right, you know, maybe it's a little bit of a red flag." Mm-hmm. You know, this guy he's stuck on that price. Let's, of course, let's see if we can get him that price because. Mm-hmm definitely um you know selling a home it's not just all about price it's how you can promote it how you can put that house in the best light possible Mm -hmm. and that also does drive up the price yeah you know it's also um segues into uh, staging homes Mm -hmm. um a big thing now in long island is new construction Mm. a lot of us real estate agents are doing is we're getting land listings and then we're pairing up with the builder Mm. the builder will get plans through the town so now you can put that on line zillow mls wherever mm-hmm. and now it says okay hey we got this lot size this quarter acre lot or half acre lot and now you know hey we already have plans for this right home. you've done all the work you've done all the work wow hey, just give me the money and then they can build right. a home for you just like that right yeah. that's incredible no definitely so you know seeing transitions there where you know, even towns now are realizing that they need to change zoning laws and things like that mm-hmm. to make things a little bit less difficult, sure. especially like Smithtown, you know, right. a town like Smithtown, they're, yeah. they're starting to see is, hey,
1: encouraging growth, encouraging growth, a hundred percent,
0: you know, and actually I was just speaking to my manager right up the block here. And, you know, we were talking about the the change in the industry and, you know, a, a big thing we're seeing now is that they're trying to accommodate millennial buyers, mm. a huge thing, right? So patch I'm not sure if you've ever been down on yeah. the South shore. Yeah um you know a, a town there 10 15 years ago where it really wasn't a big influx of people yeah. you wouldn't go down to the town to right. eat have a drink now it's flourishing flourishing yeah. crazy i it's know true. three four five people that you know are, are moving there just because hey yeah. they want to be close to the town they yeah. work in the city they yeah. like that city atmosphere yeah and that's what it kind of produces yeah. and it's affordable
1: yeah i think that's great you know you know like Patchogue was an area there was a certain period of time where it's like you drive through there lock your doors yeah you know, but you know you know what made a difference is the town got behind it. Entrepreneurs came in. Absolutely. You know, and revitalized the whole town town. And now it's it's flourishing. I've been down there with my, my wife, we love <clears throat> going down there. It's a great community. Oh yeah.
0: The uh, new village apartments. So actually I know a couple of buddies that live there and there's about 650 uh, units there. Wow. So that's not even including like, hey, you know, they have one, one, two and three bedroom units. Mm-hmm. So that's 650 units is total you know, of a yeah, mix. Yeah. But that alone wow. is just incredible. You know, so towns are now seeing the patchwork model. And what yeah. they're trying to do is saying, hey, you know, let's do a little R&D. Yep. It's not research and development. It's, hey, let's rip off and duplicate this. Sure. Because it's working. This yeah. model's working. If it's Why not broke, it? don't fix it. Exactly. Do it. You know, and hey, yeah. they're putting the Smithtown to shame. Yeah, it's you true. Know, because it's true. Hey, you know, a couple of years ago, you know, hey, they put out Croxies, they put out Nappers, mm-hmm. and there was a bunch of young people there. Yeah. But now it's yeah. kind of trickling down a little yeah. bit. So
1: they had momentum. Yep. You know, I know it trickled a little bit. You know, but I'm I'm hearing some some decent things. You know, I know we got a new guy who's who's in charge now of the Smithtown area.
0: Yes, uh, Vecchio's out. Yeah, you know, and uh, definitely they they just broke ground on the Smithtown apartments. I saw that. Yeah. So you know, I've heard some some things about that. Yeah. Is that hey, is it really going to go to fruition? Yeah. Or is it kind of being a little bit stalled? Yeah. But hey, you know, in time yeah. will tell.
1: Yeah, I mean, it it boils down to teamwork, right? Of course. You've got the, the, you've got both local government teaming up with local entrepreneurs to really just commit to making a big difference. hundred You know, that's what happened in locally. You know, here we have that community that he's talking about in Patchog. And then the community where we are in, in Smithtown, it's actually a really great community it's a wonderful place and that they could do just do a little bit of a better job oh, yeah, and absolutely. i think they will no 100%. i really do you know
0: because you have so many people here the schools are great yes. you know the town just like you said is great yeah. but you know when you're going down main street and you're seeing businesses that yeah. you know have only been in oper- operation for six eight months yeah. and they're closing up shop yeah hey that's a little bit of a worry so yeah, yeah. i think you know definitely just like you said yeah. the municipality stand oh, behind it. they yeah. need to kind of yeah. you know come together hey right. how can we change this yeah yeah. yeah. because uh definitely like the dog model a question. Uh, it, it is
1: you know don't be content with the little taste of success you have in a moment yeah you know always be looking ahead you know how can we improve things you know and, mm-hmm. I, and I think dog is a great example of that hopefully our our own community yeah.
0: here does it i think they will you know so that brings it back to any means cut you off uh, around yeah. the hub oh yeah now homes in Ronkonkoma, a lot of people, you know, of course, you know, you're gonna see people skip out. You know, life gets in the way. They yeah. retire. They want to move closer to family. Mm-hmm. But a lot of people in Ronkonkoma, they're staying put mm. because they know, hey, one, two, three years, yes. this hub is coming up, and now it's just gonna be a big influx of people. Yeah. People are gonna want to move there. Yeah. So now, hey, let me sell my house in two, three years yeah. when you know. Markets up, yep. You know, and there's a big, uh, big demand of people.
1: Yeah, I think the real estate market on Long Island is so healthy right now, and oh, it is. It it really is. And you know, one of the big indications, and and I want to highlight what you said: construction. You look around, and there are projects going on. That's a big indicator because people now are pouring money into Long Island. A big (coughs) deal,
0: and it's not even just you know because a lot of people. Because I'm hey a little bit on the younger side, right? I'm classified millennials if I like it or not, Um, but. You know, they're doing more construction also for senior citizens. Yeah. They have to. You know, of cause course, if the senior citizens leave, then that's a, a yeah. great part of the economy too. Yeah. So they're even turning old schools and yeah. daycares and you name it into, yep. um, you know, senior uh, citizen centers. Yep. You know, and that's a great thing because, hey, yeah. that keeps the economy here. Yep. That keeps families here too yeah. as well. You know, mom and dad leaves. Hey, I want to be closer to mom and dad. Yeah. So it's a, you know, definitely a great thing that they're doing there. Yeah.
1: Now we talked about you know the buying market, the sellers market. Let's talk about something—the renters market. Yeah, I we know we were just talking, about, we were that, just yes, talking yep. about that before, and and I really want you to educate because you actually had an amazing point that I think if more people were aware of this opportunity, you see more people enter enter that game. Oh, yeah. So why don't you share a little bit?
0: So with the rental market, you know, and I'll even give a little bit of a tidbit. A lot of agents on Long Island they don't. You know dabble in the rental market just because hey you know a lot of agents frankly they don't like playing by the rules Mm -hmm. you can get in a hell of a lot more trouble doing a rental than you can selling a house Mm -hmm. and that you know just to try to wrap your head around that it takes a you know one or two moments Hey, i can sell a five six or a million dollar home but i can rent a 1200 dollar one bedroom apartment Mm apartment and i can get fined greater for that Mm -hmm. and it's true because you know The rental market on Long Island, there's great opportunity there because there's not much inventory. Mm. Um, We were just talking about in Smithtown, Nesconset, and Kings Park, some local communities around here. Anything greater than a two bedroom home, so something like a full house rental, there was only four to six options there's a lot of buyers that there's oh, renters cons- right renters there. yeah so possible yeah. tenants yeah you know and we were just talking about a rental listing i had in this concert right off 347 here it was a beautiful home it was a four bedroom two bath yeah and off zillow within pretty much 48 to 72 hours i had almost 100 hits wow on that. 100 people calling me and saying right. hey you know let me get into this house let me yeah. you know Um, Let me take a look. Let me see if this is going to be the right fit. But that also segues into, um, you know, the new tenant laws that they did. So they actually enacted some new laws back in June Mm -hmm. to try to protect tenants in a little bit. Because landlords, hey, you know, they were taking advantage, which, you know, it happens. Um, So now with the new tenant laws we're seeing is landlords are wanting um, a little bit more of not a demand, but of requirements to get into the home, um, such as credit scores a little bit higher. Um, income being a little bit higher, mm-hmm. just to make sure that hey, they can uh, protect their assets. Yeah, yeah. But still, there's a ton, a ton of people out there that are trying yeah. to find a rental home. That are someone like myself, you know, in that age group. Hey, we're trying to rent with, sure. you know. Um, fiance or friends or yeah. family, whatever it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, there's a, a great opportunity there.
1: This is the, the classic case of supply and demand. Yes. You
0: know, there's there's not a lot of inventory, <clears throat>
1: low supply, huge demand. Yeah. So the places that do come on the market, they get eaten up. Snatched real right quick. Right away. Oh, yeah. So that's a,
0: that's a good piece of information for two people. Investors, you know this about Long Island right oh, now. Oh, yeah. You know? Because you know I, and I've been trying to, because trying to get my brother into his investment properties, because I'm like, hey man, you gotta think about your future, <laughs> you know. Listen, yeah. you're not gonna be staying at mom and dad's house forever, right, but right, right. Um, you know, you can get. There's a two bedroom, one bath that just came up um, right here in Smithtown, mm. over by the high school. Yeah. And it's uh, for sale for 290. Needs a little bit of work. Okay. Two hundred and ninety thousand. Uh needs a little bit of work for this area. That's really cheap. For this area, really yeah, cheap. That's like calling all shoppers, yes. get on it yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Um. So for that type of home, a two bedroom one or two bedroom two bath, you can rent that out for $2,600 a month, easy. Wow. Easy. So, and you know, $2,600 now, next year you're gonna raise it up to 27. Right. The year after that, hey, let's raise up to 27.50. So it's gonna continue to raise your rent. Yes. And then, hey, that's gonna be your investment property. You're gonna mm-hmm. hold that on for 10, 15 years, yeah. and then yeah. it just continues to pay for itself. You said it
1: was 220,000? 290,000. 290,000. So you gotta figure that's probably gonna be roughly mortgage plus property taxes. You're uh, property looking... taxes
0: are on there with five grand. Okay, so,
1: so, so you're looking at like a, like a two hundred, dollars probably per month uh, note, that, yep, right? Just and about. Right? And you can put it on the market and you can put it on the market for $2,600. $2,600. Buy it. So overnight you can make $600 a month. $600 a month. That's an amazing investment property. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, sure. what do, do I sign? What do I buy? <laughs> <laughs> all right,
0: well, right. Once you get right off We're, this, let's go yeah, check yeah. it out. Wow, you know? that's incredible. Yeah.
1: Sorry. Right, so I want to go there for a second because I didn't even realize that opportunities like that for the investment market oh, is yeah. still here Absolutely, on
0: 100% wow yeah that's you know and that's anything it's it's not perception is that a lot of you know young guys or you know young people millennials is that yeah. hey they're skipping shop you know right. but that's wrong because yes. you know right let's name up a, a couple of colleges stony brook university yes. long island post farmingdale huge all those there's a, a lot of people that are just coming to those schools from out of state yes and they need housing right right so right around stony brook whoo it's crazy. It's exploding. 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 Yeah. You know, it definitely, yeah. there's a, a huge population from Queens mm-hmm. and, you know, and what they do is, cause I went to school there, they literally, you know, come in on Sunday night. Mm-hmm. They stay in their house and then there's, they're there to either Thursday or Friday and then they go home. Yeah. So there's need for housing there, wow. you know, outside of, you know, obviously the, the yeah. in-house schooling. Yeah. Housing. So there's a lot
1: of opportunities on Long oh, Island. Yeah. Whether you're an investor, whether you're looking to move your house and just you know sell it, whether you're a buyer, whether you're a renter, maybe you're you're, you're you want to move you know from the city to the suburbs
0: here. This lot, Long Island has a lot of opportunities. <coughs> that's though. where you know people ask me, oh, "How's the market?" You know, I can just say, "Oh, it's good," but then I look like a schmuck. But <laughs> you know, so that's why I usually ask people, "Hey, well, what are you interested in? Yeah. Are, you, are you interested in buying? Are you interested in selling? Yeah. Investing? Are you interested in renting?" It's, because it's you know. True every single yes. um, you know market or niche is different right. every one has little functions yeah, to yeah.
1: it the reality the, the easy answer to that question is there are opportunities for whatever it is that you're looking for oh yeah long island has a ton of opportunities 100% what was that stat like how many properties are just in smithtown alone
0: Yeah, so um so going back a month so uh, well, in Smithtown alone right now, we're looking just about 120 available. Wow. And that's just in Smithtown, okay. right? So if we're going to go into Kings Park in yeah, Wisconsin, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that's going to That's a healthy load. supply. Yes. Okay. You know, well, for right now, the healthy supply of a housing inventory is anywhere between six to eight months. So that, mean, that meaning it would take anywhere between six to eight months mm-hmm. to fully sell out of that supply. Got it. We're right now, we're sitting about four and a half. Okay. So we're just a, a yeah. little bit low, but gotcha. it's definitely trickling up. Yeah. Um, and these properties are moving though. Yeah. The properties are moving. You know, yeah. the properties, again, you know, the properties that are putting on the market at the correct price, yep. You know, it doesn't even have to be that the condition is spot on, mm-hmm. but it just has to be that the price reflects the property. Sure. 100%. Yeah, absolutely. And there's still appreciation. Yeah. Um, you know, and a good way to kind of segue into this is um, uh, everybody now, a lot of phone calls I've been getting is a like an impending recession, right? Mm. You know, it's a, been kind of on the, the headlines lately is that, hey, stock market, you know, not crashing, but stock market's kind of been going down. It's been yeah. going up. So yeah. there's been a, you know, a little bit of a, a trickle down that saying, hey, you know, sellers, you know what? Ah, I was thinking about selling in January, February. You know what? We're going to wait until 2020 is over. Yeah. You know, and that's unfortunately is wrong because now the news is kind of creating or, you know, controlling the narrative. Yeah. You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. recession. Yeah does not equal a housing crisis yes so and that's what kind of a big thing of for me today is was like hey I yeah. want to push that across is that you know a recession does not equal a housing crisis no a recession is and I've been kind of taking that word and replacing it with an economic slowdown sure so a recession is just an economic slowdown of two or more quarters that's mm. all it is it's not a great depression yeah and again you know the last six recessions that we've had yeah Obviously, in 2008, there yeah. was a depreciation of about 19, 20 percent. So, sure. hey, that's a you know a big number. Yeah. But before that, in 2001, yeah. there was an appreciation level of six and a half percent. Right. 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 So before that, 1991, there was a little bit of a you know a dip. Yeah. But long story short, out of the last five recessions that we had, yeah, three out of the five house pricing actually went up. up and right. then the one that it went down in 1991, it was only down by yeah. about one and a half, two 2%. Yeah. So out of really the five, yeah. only one was a, you know, yeah. it hit hard. What is, most
1: people have short term memory. So they get, they only remember like what just happened to them. So they could have experienced like a tremendous amount of ex- success. Like let's say someone invested $10, right? And over 10 years, it turned into a hundred, right? But then one month, all of a sudden <laughs> they, the market goes down and they lose and now they're down to $80. $80. And they're like, oh my gosh, I lost so much money. 20. It's like, wait a minute. You only put in $10 10 years ago, it's still at 80. Yeah. But people have a short-term memory. They're oh, just yeah. looking at that 20 bucks they lo- lost maybe last
0: month. And that's the thing, too. It kind of segues into a, another good statement here. Right after 2008, you know, historically, historically appreciation levels in the United States, so we're not, now we're kind of going a little bit broad, yeah. in the United States is anywhere between 35 to 5% yeah. year over year. Um, after the recession or after the housing crisis in 2008, yeah. Shit, we were seeing numbers eight. 10, 12%. Yeah. That is astronomical. Mm-hmm. And that's not healthy for anybody. Right. So you know now that we're seeing the housing market stabilize, yep. and then now everybody in our industry is, hey, you know, we're waving flags, it's yeah. good. Everybody now that's homeowner, mm-hmm. they're used to, for the last five, six years, getting those appreciation levels six, seven, eight yeah. percent. Well, this must mean that we're in a housing crisis if it's yeah. slowing down, right, right. which is incorrect, yep. you know, yeah. unfortunately. Right, right. So, you know, for us in this industry, we're kind of in the forefront. We need to change that narrative from, hey, this is going to be an impending recession. Recession yeah. equals a housing crisis. No, let's take a step back. That That's not really what that means. Gotcha.
1: Two more questions for you. Yeah, sure. And I appreciate you being here a little bit longer than, than we yeah, originally no problem, said. Man. You know, I really appreciate your expertise and all this stuff. This is a big deal. So um, first question will be easy is, I like easy questions. <laughs> what <laughs> book do you recommend people read? It could be Dr. Seuss, Ooh. or it could be something crazy. It doesn't matter. What's, what's, a, what's a book you like? Um,
0: so actually, when I first started, there's a guy named, he's actually local um, on Long Island. He's actually out in the South Shore. His name is Daryl Davis. Okay, uh, It's How to Become a Power Agent. So that's, you know, for somebody that's thinking about becoming a real estate agent or yeah. thinking about even just getting within the industry, take a look at that book. It's uh, again, Daryl Davis, How to Become a Power Agent. Mm. And it kind of goes, for the first half of that chapter, or chapter, I'm sorry, first half of the book is kind of, hey, what the industry is like, what you should expect. And hey, you know, you, the big yeah. thing is you shouldn't expect that your first three months, you're gonna be getting ten fifteen $15,000 checks because that's not really how this yeah. industry yeah. works. And the other half is, hey, you know, this industry is not like a nine to five where, you know, just like yourself, you're, yeah. if you're an entrepreneur, you need to wake up every morning and have some sort of self driven, you exactly. know, motivation. Exactly. So that other half of the book is, um, you know, definitely a kind of a little bit of a schedule and kind of gets you into that mind state. All right, maybe this is what I got to do. Yeah. This is maybe the correct amount of days I should have off yeah, or, yeah. you know, where I should have my downtime. Cause that's yeah. a, a thing that I struggled with, yeah. you know, starting on was, um, you know, I lost a lot of girlfriends that way, but no, it was, uh, uh, you know, seven days a week, you know, 24 seven, I got to get my name out there. And you know, unfortunately that's kind of how you get unmotivated and you kind of get off the grind.
1: You got to be committed to what you're doing. Of course. You know, without a doubt. I mean, you seem like someone who works really, really hard, but you're also a progressive. You're, you've got access to technology, you know? So what, not, not that I'm like, you know, criticizing other agents. I know we've got a lot of real estate uh, agents that might be watching this. um, So nothing critical of them, but like what differentiates maybe you, your process from
0: maybe someone else? Um, Oh yeah, and you know, and that's the thing too, and I mean to cut you off, but so the National Association of Realtors, Uh, There's 1.3 million of us in the country. Wow. So 1.3 million. Wow. But only. That's quite the fraternity. Oh, yeah. (laughs) It's a big fraternity. But only really, I think it's about the statistic is 40,000. So I think it's about 3 to 5% of us actually do more than 25 sales a year. Wow. So out of that 1.3 million, really a majority of agents, one, two, three sales. Yeah, hey, I helping yeah, my yeah. brother, I'm sure, doing some investment. Sure. So for me, I'm definitely more of a full-time, yep. hands-on realtor. Yeah. Uh, and then also, hey, I do like to use social media. Mm. And then I graduated from Stony Brook University, so me, I'm more of a business background, mm-hmm. more of an analytical background, yeah. and then also I have uh, more of a marketing skills too. Yeah, yeah. So for me, it's, hey, I like taking a look at the trends and then also you know trying things that are different too. Sometimes yeah. things that work, they get a little bit stale, yeah. and then you kind of need to you know think outside the box a little bit.
1: Awesome, I'm gonna put you on the spot. So if anyone has any questions with regards to real estate, do you mind them reaching out to you? Yeah, yeah absolutely. awesome all right tell them one more time where they can find you
0: uh so you can find me uh you can either text me on my cell even give me my number here (laughs) uh you can text or call me on my cell 631-848-1424 or you can find me online uh pretty much at any social media site uh whether it be instagram facebook linkedin uh again you can find me it's my full name right new york state compliance alexander uh last name is creamer c-r-e-a-m-e-r and then uh at douglas Alman
1: awesome and listen I really appreciate you being so transparent and accessible to everyone you're an expert you know your stuff clearly you, you're like you're like a real estate scientist
0: you know? <laughs> hey they would try you know it's definitely uh, like you said it's a progressive uh uh, process, You know, yeah. hey, every single day I try to learn something new.
1: Sweet man, listen, honestly, yeah. thank you so much again no, for coming out. Yeah, this, for it's been me. a pleasure having you. You shared your knowledge. You just dumped a lot of good golden nuggets on there. Hey, so hopefully somebody it. can take that and you know, run yeah. with it. Without a doubt, guys, listen to this guy, follow him. He knows his stuff. Thanks again for tuning into this episode of Don't Fear Great. Remember guys, don't fear the process. Don't fear the hard work. Your success is right around the corner if you're willing to work for it. Take care guys.